take a breath. It's okay. Take Uh. a breath. Take your time. It's okay. (laughs) Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. Just fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm doing just fine myself. Is that good or is is that above average? I think just fine is pretty good. If it's just fine then it's right it's all about the pause between the just and the fine yeah but if it's it's just fine fine. yeah and you want to know why i'm just fine because i liked episode two me too Mm. it's the opposite of the sophomore jinx with this show because usually the first episode i find is not that great and that's that's the way it should be you should always start a little light you don't want to go in too heavy because then you have a lot to live up to and i have to admit when i start a new show i never gauge my opinion on it solely on the pilot episode oh you can't do that so shall we get going recapping episode two andy Let's do it. Okay. The episode opens with a cold open of Lauren and Joey and Lauren throwing her cake in the, on the ground. But I wanted to address this because apparently some Shandies, I don't know if they're true Shandies, <laughs> they were very upset that we didn't talk about the cold open last week, but we don't talk about cold opens. We don't do cold opens. Well, what I like to do is recap the content of this show. I don't like to guess or speculate what something means, especially when that thing that we're being shown is designed to mislead us 99% of the time. If they really wanted to give away something with that cold open, they would ruin the show. 100%. They're trying to mislead you. Yes. So why should we recap a mislead? The best (laughs) thing to do about a mislead is to ignore it. Yeah. In general in life. Yeah, they're trying to like hook you and also mislead you at the same time. It's just not really our thing. I'm sure that's probably a fun activity to do with friends, but we're not doing that here. Sorry. Okay, moving on. Not talking about the cold open. Oh, we've talked about the cold open now a lot. (laughs) We talked about why we don't like cold opens. But we've talked more about not liking the cold open than we would have talked about just the cold open. (laughs) So maybe we should talk about the cold open. So we open with Joey training Jesse in tennis. And we were a little concerned here, Andy. Very concerned. I thought there were going to be like 30 tennises in this episode. We do get Word Watch 1 here with Jesse saying, if you navigate this as well as you teach tennis, you'll find your person. Mm-hmm. The ladies move into the mansion and Jesse arrives to chat with them. And here we learn that Lauren and Allison, the sisters, have actually kind of sort of dated the same guy, but they insist it wasn't simultaneously. Mm. <laughs> There's no overlap. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. That's probably happened before. Yeah, that's no big deal. Yeah. I mean, it could be a big deal, but it's probably not. (laughs) I maintain, I I find it like slightly weird, but I think every family is different. Leah in her ITM says she hopes she made the right decision in burning her card as she may not have enough time. I have to point out, this was all mostly a voiceover with a tiny bit of ITM. I think that this was Frankenbitten together and it's serving as foreshadowing. And I did have a bit of a sinking feeling last week that Leah getting rid of the card would mean she would have to come to regret burning the card. I feel like her burning the card almost guarantees the fact that they will not give her her own one-on-one time. Yeah, I think it was a noble choice that is going to shorten her time on the show significantly. (sighs) I think it's similar to when, you know, in a movie... Somebody early in the movie is like, listen, I'll I'll sacrifice myself to give you guys like an extra 30 seconds to run. I'll hold off the monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they die. But you always remember in the movie, you're like, oh, that was a good character. Like he, you know, or she was yeah. was important. And that's it. But it's over. The like, movie will keep going and end without them ever coming it's back. It's like in again. Game of Thrones, the guy who holds the door. Yeah, hold door. Hodor. Yeah, hold door. <laughs> that, that was a good reveal. So I like it's that. Leah Hodor. She's so <laughs> 
Oh, that made no sense and I no. loved it. Okay. <laughs> so we have our first group date with Rachel, Taylor, Kelsey T, Lexi, Evelyn, Erica, Maria, Lauren, and Jess. And the card reads, Here comes the bride. And I have to admit, in the previews with the wedding dresses, I was a little nervous that we were going to get another bridal photo shoot we've oh, had that yeah. so many times but this is i gotta yeah. say this was a good date good i was date. into this it's great the ladies sprint to the rose room to pick out their wedding gowns a highlight was rachel being knocked over by a dress <laughs> rack it was <laughs> such chaos and we have to talk about how good the music is when it's been a minute for this show for me and i come back like it's been a few months and i come back i'm like the Bachelor has their music down pat. They know what they're doing. This was like a really good brass band. Here comes the bride, like arc of music with yeah. a good build and it culminated and them yeah, arriving. Variations on a theme. Yes. Did they hire someone new in the last couple of years? Like what happened? There? I feel like it's always been good. The Bachelor always. has good music. Good it's, music. It's the kind of thing you don't notice as being bad, which means it's good. Oh, good point. In the limo, Maria mentions what she needs at her wedding and... One of those things is her dad. Mm. And this is rather unfortunate. She's sitting next to Lauren. Yeah. It turns out that her father passed away only seven months ago. And so she has a bit of a reaction to this, especially being in a wedding dress. I can totally see this being very upsetting. Of course. Basically, I think she, for the first time, was like, oh, wait. Yeah. My father won't be there to it's walk possible down the this is the first time she's really like been able that. to mourn. Yes. Like sometimes someone dies and it's you're kind of in shock and you bury it and you don't yeah, really or you're mourning, address it. Yeah, you're mourning it like more in like the like logistical. Th exactly. But yeah. I think putting on a wedding dress would be very it upsetting. You. Sometimes totally. it's gonna happen years later. Yep. Heading into this date, Joey and his ITM says it'll be fun to picture myself walking down the aisle with them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he's funny. Uh funny. He has a couple moments. There were a couple moments in this episode where we laughed. No, he he gets it. You know what he is? He he understands yes. the joke. Yes. It's just so subtle. So subtle. That it's like, I'm like, okay, I, I understand now. It's jo taking me some time. Joey's got immense chill. Yes. Immense. Yeah. It actually downplays his humor. Yes. I think. Yeah. He's so chill that he doesn't need it. He doesn't need the laugh. He doesn't need people to even know he's telling a joke. Yes. He's just like, I don't care. If you get it, you get it. He's like, a, he's basically the closest thing to a Buddhist bachelor we've had. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Joey greets the ladies and announces they are pretending they are all just married. And yes, all of them. <laughs> and they will be attending their own wedding reception. So Jesse welcomes them in and says, welcome, Mr. and Mrs. 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 Yeah, that's funny. Mrs. Joey Grazie day. And oh, nice. I have to no, I didn't do it well. Oh, you didn't? Grazie day. Yeah, you need to roll the R. Grazie day. Yeah, but I feel like such a like I don't want to oh. be that person. Oh. Who does it? No. You know I, I mean I, like grazie day. Well, I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. I'm that person. Okay, well. Oh, you mean the you mean every time you say it, you say it that way. Yeah. No, no, you can't do that. Yeah, I'm just going to say G. No, that would be awful. Well, just because his name is like, he, well, he doesn't it's pronounce a beautiful it name, I, is, first of all. It is, it's a great name. Fantastic. The best last name for a bastard ever. Ever. Grazie day. Grazie day. I always find it weird when it's Mr. and Mrs. Joey, blah, blah, blah. I just find uh, it dated. I agree. You know what? That's part of the patriarchy, I think, that we can get rid of. When we have gotten things in the mail that were like Mr. and Mrs. Andrew Levine. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah, I always, I always feel a little badass. I'm like, yeah, that's right. But then I realize it's ridiculous. I feel so owned. Yeah. Joey you're, just part, you're just an appendage of me. 
Jesse reveals only one woman will win the first dance and the ladies have to shine in participating mm-hmm. in their wedding reception activities. First, we have bridal musical chairs. This was amazing. Great. I, I loved the technique of some people slowing down around the chairs oh, near him. Brilliant. Anyway, the music stops at Evelyn. I mean, what a star is she? I oh, love that. That was her amazing. Launching herself over the table. And she didn't, it, it's not like she was like, I'm going to do this. That was absolutely in the moment. Yes. A, de- a decision. That and was she impulse. just went with it. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, that was some error. Yeah. I mean, I would have been probably in the hospital if I did that. <laughs> Next, Joey and Maria work the room, and we learn Maria's family business is a sprinkle company. Amazing. I wanted to know more about that. I hope we learn more. I'm going to admit, like later on when they have one-on-one time, I was really hoping the sprinkle company would come up, but it didn't. It never came up. We got to learn about this. Did yes. he go? The question is, do you go into the sprinkle business because you're just like, I love ice cream and sprinkles and I'm like a happy guy. I feel like that's why you start, but it doesn't stay like that. No, no, no. I get uh, nothing stays like that. Eventually you're just like, oh, we got to make these sprinkles. We got to. <laughs> Hit our third quarter deadline on the color gotta sprinkles. Gotta make these damn sprinkles. Yeah, I got all these chocolate sprinkles. Everyone wants colored sprinkles. We gotta, what are we going to do with this chocolate sprinkle inventory? But I'm saying, do you think that he got into that based on just the joy of sprinkles? Who? Or do you Who? Think what he, do you say, why are you saying he? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry to suggest that only a man could be a sprinkle. That's You're correct. <laughs> yeah. I was saying they. he is just a, is just a simplify. They. They. Yes. Do you think they got into the sprinkle business for fun or because they were in some other business that was manufacturing foodstuffs and they're like, oh, we can get this sprinkle material for cheap. Maybe we should start making these sprinkles. The romantic in me wants it to be the former, but I, I know it's the I'm latter. I'm going to believe it's the former. Yeah, yeah, okay. A highlight through this was Taylor saying, I'm the best one, like she's the best bride. And yeah. Joey was like, at least you know that. <laughs> it was really funny. This I, is great. I laughed out loud at this. See, he's got a, he's got a certain flavor. Yeah. It's not in your face. No, it is not in your face at all. Not in your face. And as Jess and Joey feed each other cupcakes, we learn that they're both left-handed. That's a big deal. You know, only like one out of seven or eight people are left-handed. Really? Yeah. So two left-handed people, that's like a 50 to one odds. Here's the thing. If two left-handed people have a baby, will that baby be left-handed? You know, I think it will. Really? I think left-handedness is a genetic thing. Unless you're like, it's different. Like sometimes in boxing, like if, if a guy is right-handed, like they'll start training him really young as a left-hander. The Cubans do this. Okay. All Cuban boxers are left-handed. Because really? the Cuban trainers know that a left-handed boxer has a slight advantage wow. in boxing. But that's different. You're, you're like forced to be left-handed. Okay. But I think from birth, I think a baby grabs things with its right hand or its left hand. It's got to be genetic. Oh, right? wow. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I have a feeling some shandies might be coming in here. Rachel gives a toast about having fallen for him for his beautiful mind and kind heart. And she does a clever toast here where she acknowledges his past, but toasts to their future. I thought she did really well. Yeah. Like, sh- like I was blown away by how comfortable she was in the oh, setting. Oh, I would have botched it completely. And Joey now picks Rachel for the first dance. She she won. And Michael Bolton. Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Michael you were Bolton. legitimately excited. I mean, so I expected. I, I, I was like, when they were hyping it up, I was like, oh, it's going to be some guy that's like That we've never heard of. That we've yeah. never heard we're of. We're so used not to. Not that we are musical experts currently, but. No, I not just, currently. Not currently. <laughs> but, but I'd like to see someone that, you know, is. Is You've good heard of. that I've heard of. Yes. And Michael Bolton, definitely someone I've heard of. I mean, and him singing When a Man Loves a Woman. Oh, un- I this mean, is this was, I think, the, one of the top well, three of all time. Can I tell you something? There was a time when for Michael Bolton to show up on a show and sing that song, that's like a million bucks. Really? I mean, he was like for like a minute. 
That was for a minute. That song is timeless. Everyone knows Michael Bolton. Yeah, but everyone and that song. That's his song. Oh, I see what it's you're saying. It's one thing for the famous person to come on and sing not his song yeah, or her yeah, yeah. song, but to sing their song. Yeah, that that's song. That's a big deal. I mean, it's not just their song. It's that so that song is so famous. Yeah, that was a million dollar song at one point. Like if you say like, like I think it's more than a million dollar song. To get Michael Bolton to your kids' bar mitzvah to sing when a man loves a woman, a million dollars in nineteen ninety four. Three. Okay, so that's key. Like, so basically, back in 1993, a million was what? Five million today? Oh, oh, I was saying a million now, and I, so maybe 300,000 in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, he's a million. That's a million dollar song. Okay. I gotta say, this scene with Rachel, them dancing, and they kind of kiss here and there, this was a much more tasteful way to force all the other women to watch him kiss someone totally else. Totally agreed. Like versus last Bachelorette season where I guess actually Joey was the winner of Joey that day, was, yeah. ironically. And all the guys had to just stand there watching him kiss her. And of course they got a little annoyed. I thought this was a very tasteful, not tasteful, but it was like a more... Organic. Yeah, it felt a little more organic. Like clearly they want to force the women to watch that and be jealous. And I understand the purpose of that but i thought that this was a really clever way of doing Definitely. it whoever yeah. thought of this whole wedding thing yes. should be given a promotion yes i completely agree and it's also a testament to rachel's likability that no one did seem to complain no in the evening now maria pulls joey first she says she can't breathe in her white corseted dress she has to get into something more comfortable <laughs> and she emerges i mean this is pretty hilarious well what was funny about it was you expected this to be a joke but it wasn't. She yeah. just did the thing that she said. I thought she was going to come out in pajamas. Yeah. That's what it seemed like was going to yeah, happen. Or like some joke outfit. Yeah. Instead, she comes out in what's essentially like a bikini top yeah. dress with like <laughs> sleeves. And I mean, it's very ballsy. Oh, yeah. I was really amazed by the gumption of that this movie. It was mood. a heavy gump. And Joey's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As he's talking about how he doesn't know much about her, she dives in for a kiss. Mm. So actually, this one-on-one -on -one time, as entertaining as it was, left a little to be desired for me. I think Maria should have waited two or three more beats for that kiss. I agree. She, had, she was in a good spot. Yeah. She I, milked it. I just feel like they. I want to see a little more conversation. I, I'm, I'm concerned that by her doing that and really putting on the gas in the yeah. sexuality department, that she's going to get pigeonholed as a certain kind of character. Because I actually think she and Joey could have great conversation. Absolutely. It's more that I'm worried about her edit and how the women will react and all that. She's burning the eggs. The flame is too high. Or yeah. she's building a fire on Survivor and just using the, oh, the, the kindling. kindling. Oh, big yeah, mistake. She's not building that yeah. thing around it. Yeah, you got to be patient. Maria returns to the group in this new outfit. <laughs> and I love everyone's like... <laughs> <laughs> The, no the, one was saying no. anything until Lauren's like, why'd you change? <laughs> <laughs> I like Lauren and I like Maria. I'm going to say it. I, I also like them. Yeah. Big personalities. Yeah. Why'd you change? Yeah. That's the right question. Kelsey T. Uh, this is kind of a throwaway one-on-one -on -one time and kiss, but I have my eye on her. Mm -hmm. And now Jess. So Jess is off on her own. She's sort of moping with a blanket and he mm. comes and finds her and she reveals here that she was in a really bad relationship two years ago and it really cut her down and her boyfriend, There, she said there was infidelity mm. and Joey's like, on his side? <laughs> 
That's a good question. It is something about the wording. It's a reasonable question. I shouldn't laugh. Something about the wording of that was really funny, though. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm suddenly a fan of I Hillary. don't know if he's meaning to be funny. I know. I think he is. Really? I think he's he's got like a, a stealth personality. He doesn't need to show you. He's he's very confident and chill. He's got that extreme chill. He's just like, I know what I have, uh-huh. and I don't need to just blurt it out there. Yeah. You're going to slowly see it. I'm a slow-cooked dish. Okay. So, yeah, Jess says she spent two years building herself back up after that relationship. She feels a spark, and it sucks to have the other women when she's all excited about her connection to be like, you should just chill. I... I found this an, an uh, irksome reframing of history, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I, it's, she's not taking into account that they're all there to date the same guy and that the way she's behaving, her excitement about Joey could be construed as, you know, arrogance or bragging or um, kind of like a little obnoxious considering other people might not have even spoken with him. Like there's a lot of little social things to consider here. Yeah. And so I, I found this to be like she was sort of like playing victim a little bit Yeah, and, I- and subtly throwing the other women under the bus. Yeah. By suggesting that they were judging her or telling her to chill. Yeah. And also the whole underlying premise of like, oh, you know, I've been cheated on. So you have to take extra care with me. Yeah. Because none of these other women have been cheated on. Everyone's got perfect relationships yeah. except for me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, 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 Jess did not win me over with this. No. I feel the same way about Jess as I did the first I feel episode. even more the way I felt, which is to say, I think Jess is very studied. Yeah. I said last week that. Even her announcing to the group about her smoochy poo and then going to try and steal more time from Taylor, blah, blah, blah. It felt like she had read the book, the literal book on how to win this show. And it's like now she's going into phase two, which is now in order to become more of a serious character and not just a villain, she needs to have a bit of a sob story. Yes. 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 And look, I don't doubt that she went through hard times. I just found it was a little early to be kind of pulling out this card. Absolutely. And it felt therefore contrived to me. Yeah. Totally agree. I can't totally help. Agree. Yeah. Anyway, Joey relates to her here. He said that she's safe with her. They hug and kiss, all that stuff. I do have to say, I really like how Joey handles the women when they are having a hard time or they're sad. Yeah. He's always like, take a breath. He's a real take gentleman. Your time. Like he knows how to deal He's with it. He's very calming. Yeah. He's like, take a breath. It's okay. Take yeah. a breath. Take your time. It's okay. <laughs> It's like ASMR dating. Back at the mansion, the one-on-one date card arrives and it is for Daisy. Uh, She reveals now to the group that she started losing her hearing eight years ago. And it's one of the hardest things she's gone through, but also one of the most beautiful. Mm. I loved this. She says this is the first time she'll have this conversation with a guy she's dating since she got her cochlear implant. Hmm. Wow. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Back on the date, Lauren is still having a hard time and she shares with Joey what she was going through that day about the father daughter dance thing, the wedding dress. And she says grief isn't linear. I love that she said this. It's very true. She says if she didn't want to get to know him, she probably would have left that day. He's very comforting. You know, he says all the right things. But then Joey gives the group date rose to Jess. Yeah. What? Yeah, we were a little shocked by this. I thought he might give it to Lauren. Yeah. I do think he has more of a romantic connection with Jess than with Lauren, but honestly, I, I, I don't really buy it with either of them. I don't. And I do think it was going to go to one or the other. 
But to me, this felt ever so slightly produced yes. in that we know Jess is the more controversial contestant. Like that she already has been rubbing people wrong, but nothing really comes of this. No, like no one seems that annoyed. Uh. They keep showing shots of Taylor whenever something happens with Jess, yeah, but yeah, yeah. even Taylor seems to be reining it in. And I think that is actually what does Taylor in at the end of this episode because she goes yeah, home. She should have done some drama yeah if she had reacted more and been more annoyed i think she would have stuck around i agree mm. okay so daisy now in a pink dress is heading into her date andy you said daisy looks so much like a daisy right she does look like a daisy yeah what else could she be named she could also be a lauren mm, i think oh. she could be a sarah oh yeah she could you're be, right what else um she could be a taylor too <laughs> she could be an amanda barely Oh, really? Yeah, almost. You're right. Amanda, but barely squeaking by. She could also be a, another Kelsey. Totally. Oh, anyone could be Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> they go for a helicopter ride to Beach Life Ranch, where they have all-access passes. Apparently, this is a music festival. I confess I had never heard of it. I mean, we don't really know about the music festival scene, but no. I would assume this is a regional thing. Okay. They have a great chemistry together, I've got yeah. to say. Yeah. I love that their energy kind of matches She's also very chill yeah. in a way. Oh, yeah. She's very comfortable in her skin. I love watching them just sort of walk together, talk together. They're a good couple. Yeah. Cool couple. They chat and Joey asks what she does. And she says she's transitioning from software sales to running her own nonprofit full time, which empowers kids to embrace what makes them unique. I thought this was beautiful. Yeah, she escaped software sales. <laughs> Indeed. And Joey says that he has another surprise. They're going to see Bahamas. And she's like, oh, my God, I love him. And you and I were both like, no. Uh, but I, I did guess it right, though. Country music with a tropical beat. Yes, you did. Island beat. Yes, you were right. I think I was right. It I mean, seemed it like that's like what that. it was. I mean, maybe it was just that one song, but it did yeah. sound like that. And they dance on stage. Overall, we were struck at how comfortable Daisy was in that setting on stage with a huge crowd at a festival. Unbelievable. Like, like there was no, she was so comfortable. Oh, I, I was amazed by that. Yeah. Him too. How many people at that Bahamas concert were into the fact that a bachelor couple was on the stage for a while? That's a good point. I feel like I didn't get the feeling like many. a big percent. I felt like, well, th one of the reasons I was so impressed is because I felt it wasn't that friendly a crowd. I felt like most people there were like, oh, that's a, a good bachelor? point. What is this? No, you're right. That's a good point. Because usually this sort of concert yeah. setting when there are other people, they're all brought in. It's to a just contained sort of, environment. Yes. Yeah, this this, this looked like, like a real they're concert. They're like, I'm trying to watch a Bahamas concert here. What is this? <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah. In the evening, Daisy. I have to talk about her dress. I liked this. She was wearing a strapless white dress with a sort of diagonal ruffle pattern and her hair is back in a clip and sort of tousled in the front i thought she looked absolutely lovely like not too dressy not trying too hard it was just she looked i kind also of understated also nice. thought she looked yeah. lovely it was just interesting it wasn't do i think it was like amazing no but it was really like Strong, safe play. Strong. He asks more about her nonprofit, and she now shares her backstory. She says when she was 11, she would have stroke-like seizures. She would get very sick very easily. And when she was 17, her father was waking her up, and she realized she couldn't hear him that well. Oh, and she says it kept getting worse and worse, and she would get sick on and off, and she could barely walk a block at one point. They realized that she had Lyme disease. She went to Germany to get treatment for that. And now she opens up about her cochlear implant. She shows it to him. It's a really lovely conversation, yeah. I got to say. It just felt very natural, natural and uncut. Yeah, it felt like it was part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Like it was like, okay, here's my beat. Now is the time where I'm going to tell 
you yes. know, insert sob story here. Yeah. It was just like, I'm going to tell you a story that's going to be about us uh-huh. in addition to about yeah, me. And totally. it's going to come from the conversation. Yeah. She was like, this is why dating me might look a little bit different. And the reason it even came about is because he was asking about her nonprofit. And she's yeah. like, oh, well, I would need to back up a bit to tell you that. It felt so organic and natural, like something you would see or hear in real life. Yes. And also the fact that no one in the mansion knew about this. Until, until she got her date card. She got card. her date card. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm just very impressed so yeah, far. Yeah, same. Same. She's not using it as no. a thing. You know? She doesn't want to be a victim. No. She doesn't want it to be her sole yeah. story. Yes. It's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Joey says he's inspired by her. She wears it with pride. He's only more impressed and interested than he was before. And Daisy is so cute. She like looks at the cameras and at the producers and she's like, is he real? Is this for real? <laughs> It's yeah, super cute. It is cute. I mean, who wouldn't like Daisy? Yeah, I know. Join the crowd. Yeah, we're not unique. <laughs> so unsurprisingly, Joey gives her that rose. And now we are on to group date number two. We open with Joey working out. I got to say, even this felt more tasteful than the totally gratuitous like yeah. shower shots of topless bachelors. Yeah. It felt like he was actually doing something. Yeah, no, the tire move. That's that's a good yeah. workout. That is hard. Oh, yeah. It is not fun. And then when the ladies arrive, he puts on a shirt, which even felt sort of tasteful too it's like he knew he's like okay i'm the bachelor but i'm not going to do this whole scene topless yeah he introduces jubilee and demi and they announce that the ladies will be going through bachelor boot camp i've got to say i thought jubilee and demi were great in these roles yeah demi is basically becoming a fixture of this franchise yeah and she serves a specific role so well like it's she's definitely a caricature they were a great dichotomy with jubilee being a sort of drill sergeant yeah and demi like filing her nails yeah. it was, it was great it felt like i was like how much did they rehearse this it was really good demi's very good at what she does yes and i thought jubilee was great too i mean i i yeah. would also do push-ups <laughs> Turns out there are two teams here and they'll be competing for the evening portion of the date. And this is basically capture the flag, except they're capturing stuffed hearts. I didn't quite understand how you defend. Like, are you allowed to tackle them? No, yeah, I had a few questions about the rules. They were like, the rules are that there are no rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, whoever gets the heart wins. But I was confused by the paint aspect of this. Was the paint the only way to defend, like, or to hit someone? Well, you're wearing goggles. Uh Uh-huh. So it's not like you have to worry about the paint. Oh, but maybe if you get paint on the goggles, they can't see that well. Uh, It's sort of like the ink in Mario Kart. Yeah, 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 but the ink goes away. Uh, uh. (laughs) The blue team wins, and they think they're all going to the evening portion of the date, but then Jubilee reveals only one person is going there that evening and everyone is shocked. I felt a little bad for them, especially back at the mansion. All those ladies on that team, on the blue team, get ready. You know how much work that is? It's a lot of work. They had to go shower, get off all that paint, do their hair, blah, 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 put on their dress, do their makeup, and then they're sitting there and waiting. Eyelashes, too. uh, Eyelashes. That always looks hard to me. Oh, really? What part of eyelashes? Oh, that thing you have. Uh, Curler? Yeah. Oh, that's the least hard part. Oh, there's just a lot of things. There's like painting. What do you put mascara on your eyelashes? Yeah, yeah. Then there's the the curler. Yeah. Oh, it just seems like I I the thing I would look forward to least about doing my face is my eyelashes. Oh, that's interesting because I actually look forward to the eyelash part because oh, it's really? yeah, it's like the part where you see the biggest difference. Oh. Like I feel like when I put on concealer, I'm like. Ugh. Like sometimes I don't want I don't bother because I'm like this is just not making a big enough difference. But eyelashes, it's like. Poof. Yeah, I never knew this about you. It's good bang for buck. Yeah, you're learning new things. 
Anyway, a date card arrives and it is for the chosen lady from that group date who is Edwina. I felt bad for the other ladies, but I also appreciated that Edwina did not apologize for it. She's like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm not going to apologize. Yeah, she She's basically anything wrong. No, she was basically like, hate the game, not the players. Yeah, she did nothing wrong. Yeah, she can do. It's like, no, I'm not going to take this. Yeah, I'm going to give it to somebody else. Yeah, no, I appreciated that about her, but I still both can be true. Like, I like yeah. that she wasn't apologetic, but that sucks. Yeah, you know, they didn't really get to talk to him at all. It was I mean, mean production move. Yeah. So now with Joey, Edwina says that she has a hard time being vulnerable. And Joey's like, tell me about that. Mm-hmm. And she reveals she's, she's the eldest child in an African household. She's from Liberia. Yeah. And she has a lot of pressure to succeed. Failure is not an option. She says she has a lot of younger siblings who she can't let down. And Joey says he's sure they're very proud of her. He says, I mean, he's very good at this. Yeah. And she starts to cry here. And he does what I'm starting to realize is his signature move. He, oh, he, yeah. he wipes away the tear with his thumb. This is not his first tear wipe. Oh, I mean, not in this episode no. alone. Oh, yeah. You know what I like about his tear wipe? First of all, sometimes guys go to their finger and it's not as good. Like he d- does it with the thumb. Yeah. And then he also sometimes when he smudges their makeup or like smears it around their face, he goes back and like smooths out the area. Oh, not his first rodeo. <laughs> this guy knows how to wipe a tear. I wonder if they get trained in the tear wipe when they become bachelor or if this <laughs> is just his own move. Because, you know, little things like they're always touching their knee or their hand, like the, there's there's a certain thing that every bachelor does. And I think that maybe the tear wipe is one of them. Yeah. I mean, Joey's definitely the king of tear wipes. He is an excellent tear wiper. I yeah. love that he goes back to smooth out the area. I kind of like, honestly, next time I cry, I want Joey there to wipe <laughs> my like, tears. You don't even need a mirror. Yeah. So back at the mansion now, there is a girl chat going on and Medina reveals that she's Dun, dun, dun. More like dun 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 dun. Thirty one years old. Ooh. Call the hearse <laughs> to the group. She says, "For me to come here as a thirty one year old, I feel like my time is very limited. I really don't have the time to waste." To her credit, immediately after saying that, she whispers, "I wish I did not say that out loud." <laughs> <laughs> I felt for her. This yeah. was one of those things. First of all, this is a girl chat. You know, they have that U-shaped formation. There is a producer on the other side of the camera being like, so girls, what are you nervous about? Do you feel nervous? You haven't gotten time with Joey? Just basically egging them on to talk about their insecurities. And so Medina, you know, it's very possible a producer was like, well, Medina, what about you? You know, so we have to set the stage for why she would come out and say this in the first place. And she has to have some insecurity to share. And maybe if this is something she was feeling insecure about deep down in that setting, she sort of blurts it out. But it just did not sound. I mean, 31 is just not old. You know, like even if she's the oldest girl in that house, it's like it's it's, never old. unless, Unless you're like a fish. A 31-year-old <laughs> fish. That, that's an old fish. Yeah, any insect, maybe, 31, yeah. you're oh, doing very well. Oh, definitely, an insect. Oh, I mean, there are many ancient. things where 31 would be very, you're doing very well. Yeah, a dog, 31-year-old oh, yeah. dog, a cat, yeah. a, a, a parrot. No, not a parrot. Actually, a parrot at 31 is still young. Really? You know, parrots live like 60 years old. Are you serious? Yeah, you know, when you get a parrot, it's no joke. You see these people with parrots, like, that's a lot. That's it. You're going to die, and that parrot's going to be living its life. Oh, you know, I respect people who have parrots as pets. That is ethical, right? There's no, there's no issue oh, with that. Yeah, I think parrots are okay being pets. I don't know. I don't want to speak. Yeah, I, I'm not oh, an expert on this. Get corrected. <laughs> but I've I've seen parrots walking on people's shoulders without anything attaching them, and they seem happy in the street. Like yeah. they could fly away. Yeah, that's true. They, they could fly away anytime they want. Well, they know where their bread is buttered. Literally. 
literally. Do they eat bread? I don't think so. Uh, they eat nuts and seeds. It's, it was a poor use of literally. But where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, Medina. And my when she said, I wish I did not say that out loud, I was like, oh, I want to give you a hug, girl. But like, understandably, I think Maria is like, what? Yeah. You know, she kind of takes issue with, and it takes issue is even too strong. She's just like, that's so ridiculous. 31 is not old. You know, that's, that's she sees it in a black and white, like own it girl kind of way. And then goes and talks to a girl who, who's, we can only see the back of her head. So I don't know who it was, but it was not Medina. She basically says Medina should be proud of her age. And if anything, Joey's pro- Joey probably loves it. Mm-hmm. And now we see Sydney overhearing this and thinking that Maria's talking shit about Medina. <sighs> Okay, we'll put a pin in that and come back to it. Back on the day, Joey tells Edwina he's excited about what's in store for them. He gives her the rose. So now it's the next day. It turns out that age thing, which was like just such a blip, Mm. has turned into this big swirling rumor where Maria was talking shit about Medina. And Maria, I think, is understandably upset. Like this would be really frustrating. Yeah. You know what this kind of reminded me of in terms of like such unnecessary like blowing out a proportion of things was on Zach's season when Brianna had an issue with Christina Mandrell yes. being like, Oh, you're so, you're so pretty. I hate you. Yes. Like it was a compliment. Yes. It was obviously a compliment. You are choosing to be offended by something based on the tone, but like it was, I think colloquially, like contextually, it's obvious that that was a compliment. Yes. This reminded me of that. Yes. Like, I think it was pretty obvious by what Maria was saying and how she was saying it, that she was like, you know, it's no big deal. Like, well, like she's trying to make her feel better. You can, you can sure in a certain specific way, try to construe that as her minimizing Medina's feelings or the the validity of them. But I just, I think that's really a stretch. It's, you know what? The lowest form of talking shit is talking shit about someone else who you think may have been talking shit about somebody else. Yes. At that point, I feel like you're looking you're looking for a fight. Yeah. And I don't think it was Medina. I really do no. think this was Sydney. Absolutely. Sydney thought she was standing up for her friend. But sometimes, you know, it, it's not necessary. And no. I think that this will end up both harming and helping Sydney. Well, for me, I'm done with Sydney. <laughs> so you were really bothered by this. Written off. Yeah. Her, there's nothing she can do to redeem herself in my eyes. Fatal error. Okay, we'll come back to that. Now we have Lexi. It's the cocktail party. Lexi has her time with Joey. She reveals she got her master's in fine arts. It's her biggest passion. And she paints him here. This is cute. She turns yeah. around a sort of like stick figure watercolor painting. That yeah, was cute. It was cute. Actually, I, it was impressive. You know, they say that drawing like a child is one of the greatest skills of a master artist. Yeah. And I think she did a good job. Wait, so do we think that she actually is a really good artist and that she... Or what was all that other stuff? I think not it was true. a joke set up. Really? Let's think, see what she. I think it was a joke. I think so too. Yeah. Digital strategist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, it was funny. Yeah. It showed a quirky sense of humor on her part. Yeah. That I, I think for the most part, Lexi comes off a little serious. And I say that with love because I think I came off serious on yeah. my season two. So I'm not like, it's not a criticism, but I thought it was a really clever way of showing yes. her sense of humor. And she said to move his head like a little bit to the yes. left, which is yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. it was Funny. cute. I liked it. They have a kiss and it is decidedly less chaste mm-hmm. than last no time. No peck there. Yes. Montage now of time with Kelsey A. I have to say, Kelsey A's look might have been my favorite of the episode. People want me to talk about fashion. You guys have to keep reminding me. I just don't really like think to talk about it. I just enjoy 
enjoy it in the moment. I don't take notes. Oh, of you it. should talk about it. Yeah. So she was wearing a baby blue high neck halter dress, and she had her hair in like a big but sort of casual ponytail. I thought it was it looked nice, and she had these sort of side bangs. She just looked beautiful. It was an interesting color and sort of understated. I just thought she looked elegant, but also not too try hard. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. The I color agree. really goes a long way. Baby blue. Yeah, baby blue. That's a great color. There's a very funny quote of Joey's here. This yeah. was him being his funniest. I do not know if it was intentional. But in his ITM, he says, these women are not only beautiful on the inside, but I hope continue to highlight how beautiful they are on the outside, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think and I got that a little reversed. <laughs> okay, so now back to the age thing. Maria asks to speak with Medina. And I got to say, the first time I watched this, I thought Medina had a very strong, like overly strong reaction to Maria confronting her and being like, can I ask what I said? Like, did I offend you? What happened? But on second watch, I actually think that Maria was sent to talk to Medina at a time that it wasn't good. Meaning, oh, absolutely. Yeah. She so was, they tried to create a scene. Yes. Like she was setting up for her date. You know, she was making, she was yeah. like adjusting pillows and things. She was clearly expecting Joey. And I can understand why in that state she would not want to have that conversation with Maria. Yeah. And I think Maria was so fixated on trying to solve the problem that she maybe didn't like take yeah. stock of what was happening. Right. But I actually thought... You know, if you take away the tense music and all the cuts, there were definitely a lot of cuts to make this seem more tense than it was. I thought that it was actually a very cordial exchange. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, if I was in Medina's position and my best friend in the world yes. was Maria, yeah. I'd be like, I'm going to do it. Not now. Just, yes. Just beat it. Get yeah. Even when she says, she's like, can I talk to you? She was like, yeah. Like she gives her a smile. Yeah. They're not enemies. There, no, there was no problem there. Yeah. It was just a just an inconvenient time for that conversation. I think she appreciated what she she was saying but not at this moment yes the one thing medina says is you made it feel like it wasn't a valid reason to be upset but there's more to the story and i'm waiting for joey like can we talk about this later basically yeah i think she was a little i think she's just i think medina's a little upset in general and you know she's voicing her feelings. yeah that's it i don't think she sees maria as enemy number one no and then maria addresses the group and it's just like who told her this and we learn it's sydney of course i thought maria you know, Maria, I can see rubbing people wrong because she's confident. She, yeah, she's very confident. She's very like, can we solve? She's so direct mm -hmm. that I can see some personalities being like, oh, whoa, that's a little much for me. Sure. But I felt it was a little necessary in this situation to the whole group. She's like, let me be clear. The only reason I said I'm old, too, is because I don't think there's a big difference between 29 and 30, 31. Yeah. And I want her to own it. And it annoyed me when in this group setting, Sydney was like, well, Medina feels a certain way about being the oldest in the house. She's allowed to feel that way. And Maria's like, oh, we're the same age. They're like two years apart. Yeah. And Sydney's like, see that you're belittling it. What? <sighs> belittling it? What? Her horrible affliction of being 31? Uh, um, Sydney, I, this is Sydney, I'm, she's dead to me. Sydney. Nothing to redeem herself for the rest of the show. I don't care how long she sticks around. That behavior is unacceptable. It's just, a, I find it a little kid glovey. Like, I, it's so obvious that Maria meant well here. I think that you can really create something out of nothing, and that's what Sydney did here. And no matter how you look at it, it's bad because if it's loyalty, I am a strict believer yeah. in loyalty being a bad thing. 
if if you are loyal without exception. Yes. You know? I know what you're saying. Sometimes you can be so loyal that you tell a friend something that is not going to make them feel better. No. You're just like, well, I'm going to I'm going to report back dutifully like the friend that I am. But if what you're reporting is something that's only going to fill them with anxiety, like Medina clearly got a version of the story that wasn't entirely accurate and it only made her feel worse. How yeah. is Sydney helping her? Not helping. She's being annoyingly loyal. Yes. Loyalty has exceptions in friendship. Yeah. For the friendship. I agree. It's good for the friendship. Yeah, good for the friend. Yes. Like what you're telling them might help your friendship because you're like, oh, look how loyal I'm being. But I think at that point you're doing it partly for yourself. Yeah. You're proving how loyal it's, you are. It's selfish. Her loyalty was selfish. It's like, look at me. Look how good a friend yeah. I am. I'm just going to be loyal. Yeah. And anybody who comes at you, I'm going to tell them off. Yeah. I hate that stuff. No, me too. I really... Like, as you've always said, loose lips sink ships. This was not, this wasn't even a good example of loose lips sink ships, honestly, but it was absolutely not necessary. And I think that with Sydney, it makes me wonder if she's like, well, it doesn't hurt. I'm going to stick around longer for having done this. Yeah. Well, no matter why she did it, she's wrong. I, I got, I'm, I'm team Maria. Me in too. this one. And to 100%. me, Medina is just the catalyst. Like, I don't even think Medina did anything wrong necessarily. I, I don't even think there's a team here. I think if you're not team Maria, you're completely missing you're, what's going on if, here. Yeah, I feel like if you're team Sydney in this, then you maybe have a tendency to find a way to get offended easily. Yeah, you know what team Sydney is? Team Sydney are the people who are like, I cannot have a pastry without raisins in it. <laughs> Wait, so you what you're saying is that the raisin ruins the pastry? Yeah. But you wait, wait, I don't I'm confused. Wait, who who's the who's the person with the, the who can handle Oh, did it? I throw a double negative in there? I'm saying that if you are in the Sydney camp, it's like being the person who's in the camp of I will not eat a pastry unless there are raisins in it. Oh, like you can't pick them out. Yeah, like how many people oh, do you who know? Who likes the raisins? Yes. Oh, no one's like that. Yeah, just Oh, thanks. <laughs> Landing. There is not a single person on this planet who would prefer something with raisins to something without raisins. I've met them. There are a couple on the planet. And those are the same people who are in Sydney's camp. <laughs> okay. Anyway, this whole thing culminates in that group chat with Maria being like, can we all agree this is a little nuts? And I felt like this is where editing took over a bit. Like they made it kind of end tensely. And I do think there's more drama to come between the two of them for sure. But I think overall, the ladies were not not on Maria's side. No, I think most people in America and in the mansion are on Maria's side. This is not a thing. Yeah. This is a mountain of a molehill. It's not even a molehill. Yeah. It's a mountain of a flat piece of earth. Yes. And Maria tries to be like, okay, like come to me next time. Like we're solved. This is done. Blah, blah, blah. Like there's no drama here. And Sydney in her voiceover is heard saying that Maria is annoying and a problem. But even that, I'm not even sure that she said it in this moment. I think it was probably taken from later. I think they're just, they're trying to set the stage for a big blowout here. Yeah. Yeah. In the old days, this would culminate in a two-on-one date. <laughs> the old days? Yeah. <laughs> so now things start to turn over to Lauren here. Lauren starts spiraling. We even see the ladies in the kitchen talking about their time with Joey, who had time with Joey. This is all serving the purpose of making Lauren spiral. But I thought it was funny how 
Even Medina, we saw her setting up for the date. She was like, there's a backstory to the 31 thing. There's all this. And then we see Medina come in. They're like, how was your time? She was like, it was good. Like with all the talk about the 31 thing and there being some backstory to why she feels that way. And then they couldn't even show 30 seconds of that. Yeah. She got used as as a prop. She did. If Mm. I were Medina and I watched that episode back, I would be irked. Yeah. I've got to say. So Lauren hearing about everyone's time, she's she hasn't had her time. She's starting to threaten to leave. Mm. And she in her ITM says that she hates it there. She wants to leave. Of course, cue Joey. Anyway, what's funny here is that he doesn't call her bluff. Like she's talking about leaving. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You want to leave? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, want me to, yeah. he doesn't try to change her mind. No, he was he was not interested in Lauren. But do you think that if he had tried to change her mind, she would have stayed? No. Really? I think Lauren is someone who makes decisions for herself. Oh, she really? seems like a pretty assertive person. I, okay. Yeah, I think you could be right. But I also think it's totally possible that she was one of those people who was like, I want, I'm leaving. I don't want to stay. And then they, you know, they, what they want is for the other person to convince I, I know them it, to I stay. I know what you mean. That ordinarily would be the case. But I think with Lauren, I think she was done. I okay. think it was something, the combination of her father, I think it got her out of the mood. Like, I think she actually was just like, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. I feel like she's not willing to rough it in the way that you must on this show. I think she likes being treated a certain yes. way. And she did not get anything close to 100%. that. 100%. And she was done. And the father thing yeah. was getting her out of the mood of the whole operation. Totally. I think, yeah, you as a contestant on The Bachelor, you know, on, on the surface, it's really cushy. You travel the world, blah, blah, blah. But it's actually, you are roughing it in terms of how you're treated and what you're put through. Yes. And I think she was just like, I'm she's, too old for this. Like, you know, I got to be honest. No, not too old. Sorry. Not no, too old. No, not, she's just over it. <laughs> she's too experienced. I would say between the two sisters... The other sister, what's her name? Allison. Allison is definitely more easygoing. Lauren leaves. I was a little sad about this. Oh, she's annoyed the cake isn't red velvet and she throws it to the ground. Mm, she lost a couple of points there. Oh, yeah. The wasting of the food. Yeah. To me, this felt directed at production. I honestly think someone might have told her to throw the cake. They're like, cake throwing has been getting good numbers on this <laughs> franchise. Cake so that brings us to our rose ceremony. There is a funny moment of Joey's where in his opening speech, he's like, I wish I could give each one of you roses because you've done nothing but deserve it. <laughs> he, he promptly reaches for the first rose. Something about the timing of this was very funny. No real surprises at this rose ceremony. Going home are Erica, Marlena, and Taylor. And of course, Lauren already left. So that leaves us at 18 women, which I have to point out is the number of women who got through night one and moved into the mansion oh, on so my season. So we're dealing with a lot of women. Yeah, they basically just keep adding slightly more women every year. <laughs> Breaking records, one record at a Shattering time. Shattering records. <laughs> okay, Andy, your A game, who is your winner? Easy, Daisy. Poise all the way through from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah. Never trying too hard, never forcing anything, saying the right things, being cool. I and mean, just, I, I can't say anything negative about Daisy. She is negative annoying. There's nothing remotely annoying about Daisy. You're absolutely right. She's the least annoying contestant that I have seen in a long time. Okay. I mean. That's that's a huge compliment. Yeah. Every human is annoying in some way. Yeah. No one is completely zero of annoying. It's like temperature. You can't get to absolute zero. There's no such thing as absolute zero. Uh You you, you can get to like 0.00001 degree Fahrenheit. Yeah. But absolute zero doesn't exist in this universe. Yeah. Same thing with annoying. (laughs) Okay. She is as close to absolute zero annoying as you can get. Totally. And I actually think you can be, you can annoy yourself. Like I annoy myself. Oh, I annoy myself every day. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've annoyed myself in the last three minutes. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, that brings us to our word watch. There was only one tennis, shockingly. I was a little disappointed. I was looking for a crooked number. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I mean, they opened literally with a picture of tennis balls. Yeah. So, Andy, how many correct guesses were there? 58. Oh, and our winner is Keaton Dickinson. Congratulations. You are the winner of $150 in Skims Apparel. Congratulations. What a great prize to start the season off with. Mm -hmm. And Andy, what is your word for next week? Drama. Drama. That's a good one. Yeah. I have a feeling that might come up. So if you want to join in the Shandy Word Watch Fun and have a chance to win a very exciting prize, a new prize, new sponsored prize, Mm -hmm. then you can join by guessing the number of times you predict the word drama will be uttered in episode three. You must do so using the numeral of the number of times you think it will be uttered. And you must do so by either commenting below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. You can only guess once, by the way, if you are caught guessing more than once, you will be disqualified from ever winning a word watch. So don't do that. And you must do so by this Friday at midnight. And if you guess correctly, uh, you will be entered in a draw and then one name will be plucked and that person will win. Our exciting new prize is $230 in one skin products. This is a skincare line I've had my eye on for some time. I've just recently started trying it out myself. But the company was founded by four women who are scientists and they have developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that reverses your skin's biological age. And you guys know I'm no slouch when it comes to my skincare. You actually forced me. You said you will be using this every day. (laughs) Force is strong, but I encouraged it. And we have a promo code on top of your chance of winning a prize. You can win a guaranteed prize (laughs) of 15% off. Yeah. If you go to oneskin.co and enter promo code Shandy at checkout, you can get 15% off your first purchase. Such a great prize. Mm. I like giving away skincare. I like giving away things that I basically want to receive when I win a prize. Okay. That brings us to our predictions, Andy. Who do you have in your top spot? Daisy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, how can I not have Daisy in my top spot after that date? Okay, I mean, I don't. Okay, it's your choice. (laughs) No, I mean, Daisy's such a strong contender. I have her in my top four, but I actually still have Kelsey A in my top spot. I feel like Kelsey A had the right amount of air time for someone who really could eventually win. Like someone who kind of is like in the background this week. I know what you're saying and I agree with you, but I couldn't be honest with myself if I put Kelsey A first because I know that I'd just be talking about the game of yeah, the show. Yeah, I, I can't help myself, yeah. sorry. <laughs> and that's why I have Kelsey A second. Okay, Kelsey A second. I have Lexi second still. Mm. Actually, my top four is identical to last week. I mean, I think that we can agree that those three ladies are all in the oh, running. definitely. I mean... I have Lexi in third. Yes, and I have Daisy in third, so yeah. those three. And Maria, I bumped to fourth... Only because of the drama ensuing, the nonsense drama. So you think Maria has a chance of winning? Don't get me wrong. I am a big Maria fan. I like Maria. I know she's not for everyone. She's a very specific flavor. But I maintain what I said last week. I think she's got spunk. She's got personality. And I think that there is still potential, bachelorette potential in that. Because I I think that this audience, the audience for this show really responds to a bachelorette who is like that. I agree. I think bachelorette is either Daisy or Maria. Okay. And I think the winner is either Daisy or Kelsey. Ooh, okay. 
I have Jen in my fourth spot. Even though we didn't see much this week, that is something I look for. And I think she's definitely going to be a major player down the road. My top four are the exact same as last week. And so are mine. Yeah, that's true. You just but got not rearranged. The same order. Yeah. 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 All right, Andy. I think that's a wrap for episode two then. All right. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.